Ballot online or in the app. Terms apply. Limited time. U.S. only. This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a pothead This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Only one in the building. It's weird. I've been here for the last, uh, well, well, morning and night, day. And everyone left here after they got their cars out of the snow. And it's just an odd thing. I feel like Jack Nicholson here in The Shining. But uh, I'm here and uh, you're there. And together we can make uh, a radio show. And uh, you can do that uh, if you'd like. Someone's already on the phone. Jason Trainer. Just a guess. It's going to change the world. It's going to run for council. And, uh, well, well, we don't know what it'll do as far as rankings are concerned. I have a list of, of the uh, 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 poundage, or should I say uh, inches, of snow. Where are we? Now, this was as of 2 o'clock today. And uh, I'll get into our experience here in the parking lot later. Rather than a little bit. But you've been seeing, you know, that obviously Buffalo's getting all the attention. And, well, they should. They get it first. And uh, some uh, some areas in Buffalo already are up over four uh, four feet, four inches. What's the, what's the matter with me? So they have a list here. It's kind of annoying. I, it goes back to the days of Rick DeFranco. Remember when he was, I really liked Rick DeFranco. He should have stayed there like all the rest, like Mel Bustle, like Supreme Court justices, and retire there until, like, they're 110. Uh, but Rick DeFranco had this, had this um, habit of always showing other areas, uh, particularly in the winter, that were worse than us. Oh, back in Fargo, North Dakota, on this day 20 years ago, it was minus 110. Boy, it's a good thing we don't get that weather. Or some other thing, Buffalo today got over 107 inches in, in three minutes. And it, it, was, like, it was like it wasn't you know, as bad as it is up here in the winter. As we tell people elsewhere, oh, you don't want to live in Watertown, New York. Rick, Rick DeFranco was there to remind you that, no, this wasn't the worst place in the world. And although it felt that way, uh, there's a place called Blaisdale. That's near Buffalo, apparently, in the county of uh, Erie. And that got 48 inches. Orchard Park, where the Bills play, 43. This is as of 2, uh, 2 p.m. today. Hamburg, also in Erie, 37. Erie, Erie, Erie. Goes all the way Erie. Dip, 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 dip. Let's see. And then all of the last one on the Erie list. So Erie got hit really hard. Thank God I don't live in a county called Erie. So it goes all the way down. And then finally we get to the county of Wyoming. Wyoming got 17 inches. And then back to Erie. And then, then all of a sudden Oswego. This is 2 p.m. in Mexico. Oswego had 17 inches. Carthage, Jefferson County, 17 inches. Watertown, New York, 16 inches. You telling me we had 16 inches as of 2 p.m.? What are you, nuts? 
You wouldn't believe the stuff we were pulling out of. Even the plow truck in our parking lot uh, got stuck today. So when the plow truck gets caught, you know, it's just, you know, someone we hire, nice guy. He helped us, and, and then we helped him. One hand washes the other. So I don't know what. And then, uh, what, two hours ago, it kind of stopped. Kind of like it was in the eye of the, store, of the storm. Just all of a sudden it cleared up. It was a beautiful day. It was it was that heavy, heavy snow, and the more you got near it, the more you you know if you didn't get the snow all the way up in, under the ground, and if you stepped on it, or if you rolled over it with your car, thinking you can get through. You know, today I thought I was driving like yeah, I thought I was in the Baja or something in my Kia Soul. That wasn't going to happen, so I had to get a square shovel. A real you need in this type of weather, you need a square shovel to get underneath that wheel. And get that snow out of there. Once that car rolls over that snow, if it's a couple of minutes, forget it. It all com- becomes compacted. Well, you know this. I'm, who, I'm, who am I talking to? I'm talking to people who know this. So there you have it. That's the latest. It wasn't that cold. That's why the snow. This is great snowball uh, weather. Also, if you want to make a snowman. Happy birthday, Susie. Uh, perfect, perfect day for that. Perfect conditions. So uh, welcome to the Live at Five show on a, on a wintry November day. We haven't had this, this type of storm since 2014 was the last time they had a storm of this size this time of year. And that was also the time when Bud Ryan was the coach of the uh, Buffalo Bills. And boy, what the hell were they thinking then? But nonetheless, that's when they were moved to Detroit, Detroit uh, to do their game. They happened to have a home game that, that year, that weekend. They moved it to Detroit. And sure enough... They moved this Sunday's game from Orchard Park to Detroit. Pussies. Wouldn't it be cool if, they, you know, again, I know getting back and forth in the airport and, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, the other team has, I don't even know who the hell they're playing. The other team would have to go into some dangerous conditions. So we understand that. But uh, welcome to the, uh, someone was trying to name it. It's like, no, stop naming stuff. It's just a storm. And I guarantee you by this time next week it will be melted. Let's go to the phones. Dip, 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 dip. Where am I? Hey, Glenn. Uh, um, what's it's happening? It's not Jason. It's the person responsible for giving Jason the phone number to the show. Well, there you go. Well, I think he would have gotten hey, it eventually. Um, I want to give a prayer update, a public service announcement. There is now a place for the homeless people to go to. Um, it's on Main Ave. It's the old deal maker. Okay. It's in the back. The doors are open. There's, there's, there's heat. Now, it's only temporary. Okay, there's not really much there. It's basically an old uh, garage. It's better than uh, better than the pavilion. Thank you, PJ Samale, for uh, um, opening that and offering that. And we're in the process of right now of moving the homeless people over there that want to go there. So we can start spreading the word. Start spreading the word. PJ has come to the rescue. I want to make a brand new start of it. That's awesome. So let me ask the question. Where are you right now? Uh, I'm at the uh, Butler Pavilion right now. So is there anyone there at the Butler Butler Pavilion right now? Yes. Uh, Right now, people are packing up and we're getting them over there. Okay. Is everyone going going to be going leaving? Um, Sadly, no. Not everyone said they wanted to. Okay. And who's that person that's not leaving? Are they combative? Are they going to throw you down and um, break your collarbone? They were a little bit. They were worried about leaving their stuff behind. And, well, aren't they going to take it? Aren't, aren't, them that there's plenty of people to load up and go. And, you know, it's just, it's a little difficult. But I think once they see people over there, it will make it easier for them. So you're right there right now. And, in the, yes. but, and, and by the way, thanks to, was it Jeff Shannon and KDM uh, Vinyl for putting yes, up the tarps last was, night? Uh, yep. 
Um, and also with the, the NNY property management, too, they helped. Like, a lot. Listen, ever since News Junkie shared that photograph right. of the guy trying to keep warm by the grill there, right. there's been nonstop people coming down here and helping out nonstop. That's good. It has been an outpouring and it's been amazing to witness. And of course, you, Donnie, you're instrumental in all that. You took that photograph. You've been an advocate. You and Cliff. Yep. Uh, in a city this size. Uh, so See, can, I have a voice and I'm loud. So, I mean, that's you, what's going on. Loud and proud. You know, so I'm I, just yeah. trying to make it aware. So, okay, uh, how, right now you're standing right in the middle of the pavilion. Is that correct? No, I'm sitting in my truck right now listening to the show. So how many tents are still, I mean, are the tarps still up? I mean, tell me, tell me yeah, what you see. Yeah, the tents are still up, but the people are packing um, right. their stuff. There's other people here right. that are um, willing to give them rides over there to uh, move. So uh, is the intent here, I mean, again, this is great. This is great news, and I don't want to be the devil's advocate. Yeah. But is the woman there that was apparently dressed up in nothing but a blanket the other night throwing loaves of bread, is she still um, there? I have an idea who I think it was, and yes, she is here now. I don't know for sure, but of the people here, she would be the one to do it. Okay, she. Okay, just explain. I mean, I'm sure she's got some issues. Maybe she was low on sugar, uh, but why was she throwing loaves of bread at, at passerby's? Can you explain that? Um. Well, it's it, it's an alcohol problem, okay. and it's uh, right. meth. And um, right, right, okay. other addictions. All I right. mean, now and then it's mental health too. I mean, I really don't know why I should be throwing most of bread with just wearing a blanket at people. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. That is kind of uh, weird. Um, yeah. Well, all right. It, so it happens, I had to it's, it's reality. So. so, all right. Would you have? I know. I don't want to. I don't want to impose on you, Donnie. I don't want to get put you at risk. But you know, the one holdout there is it possible we could talk to that person? Um. I just want to know why. I don't really so, want to get out of my truck uh, yeah. at the moment. <laughs> no, I, I've been out of my truck. I've, listen, I've been trying to get people unstuck all day. I'm soaking wet. Yeah, I know. I am too. <laughs> well, there was one lady living in her van. It took us a couple hours to get her unstuck. But there was and, one woman uh, living. Did you say living in a van? Yeah, with her daughter. Yeah. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Well, actually, I heard yeah. about it during the hotline show today. So you're telling me that there's a mother-daughter combo down there? Yes. Uh, were they the same two people that were living in the Hodes Motel that burned down? Yes, those ones were. Right, yes, right. they they were. Yes, right. That's the other hotel I forgot that is is behind all this. The big reason why there's a void here. So I was wrong about that when you asked me the other day if there was anybody from the places, and I said no. No, you and, didn't. Uh, know. I was no, wrong. No, no, so, no you yeah, weren't there, wrong. You just were mistaken. A couple people. No big deal. All right. So of the total people that were there that are leaving, with the with apparently one that's going to hold out here, how many people were there, and how many people moving over to Peach? place on the north side. I don't know. I've been back and forth a few times, um, but I will head over there later, and then I'll know. So does this mean that the Butler Pavilion is done? Well, it's still public, and there's still no um, reason why anybody who, you know, people can stay if they want. It's just a choice. That it's warm, it's closed in, right? And um, it's better than us. Well, I mean, I would imagine. I would. Here's the thing. I would imagine that you know we we got to s or get off the pot. I would imagine if, and again, they're not listening to this. But if 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 the majority of them leave tonight, today, tonight, whichever, 
and one holdout, I would imagine that the police and the, and the authorities would just take it upon themselves. Look, this is done. We're right. finished. We're done with this. You have a facility across, a temporary, whichever. I don't know what the deal is. I spoke with PJ uh, uh, over the last couple of days, and I knew he was uh, working on something. And I didn't know about this until you just told me. So that's good. So, you know, again, a lot of people look at it. It's been a joint effort. And I want to give thanks to Assemblyman Elite Gray because he's put in a lot of hard work. He's coordinated things. And it's it's amazing. Yeah, Um, our new uh, assembly person. I I can't thank him enough. Um, he stepped right up, right. and he worked the deal out with uh, Mr. Smeo, and it's there you wow, go. I, I'm, it's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, well, that's good news. Donnie, what do you do now? You just move on to your next, uh, you don't get paid for this. Yeah, I'm on to the next thing. Let's do it. What else needs to be fixed? <laughs> and what, what about you? What about your living situation? You're living, where are you again, in Adams, here? Natural Bridge. I have a house out there. Um, Natural Bridge. Uh, I got a building permit, so I need work done on my house. And uh, I've been working on it when I can. I The storm messed up my plans because um, I was going to do some work outside on the house. I had to do, replace electrical wire running from my meter to the weatherhead. And huh. the storm. You know how to do electric? You know how to do electric? Well, I know how to be... If someone tells me how to do it, I can do it. And I have a friend of mine who knows everything. Uh, uh, cut, and he, cut the he just wire. shows up and says, do this, do that, and do that, and I, I do it. Well, <laughs> and you, well, you're living the tale. Uh, you, you, you survived that. Electricity and gas, two things that no, you've got to know what you're it's doing. All, no, it's, uh, it's, all t- it's all safe. Yeah, it's well, it's, it's done by code. I have inspector. Right. <laughs> Uh, That's why I have to change this wire. Uh, he's, he's found a few things wrong, and I've been trying well, to... Well, Donnie, Donnie, and I know you... Look, I know you're getting down on, on the mayor who's doing the hotline show today. The mayor is, no, did listen, a great, valiant job. Sounded, but yeah, I needed to... He needed to hear that. Hear what? Um, because he, he could have easily made a deal just as good Don't, as uh, Mr. Gray did. Well... You know, he could have said, I could have called this person. He could have organized... He, you know, he didn't have to give money, but he could have made some phone calls. I, I'm or sure he, he did. I mean, I'm not saying that he didn't, right, okay? Right. I'm not saying that he didn't. I'm right. sure he did something. Right. I'm happy. But I just I'm, thought yeah. he was being a stick in the mud. No, he wasn't. All right. Well, it's a long story. All right. Well, Don, Donnie, congratulations. Good, uh, good luck uh, in your own endeavors. Take a break. Have some fun with you and your new house. Get as much done as you can. Don't get electrocuted. And we'll be looking no, forward I to. No, won't. Don't worry. It's all safe. It's done by the book. And we'll yeah. And we'll look forward to speaking to you on the next hump in the road. Okay, bump in the road. Whatever that all right. is. All yep. right. Thanks, thanks Donnie. Thanks to PJ Samuel. There you go. He needs to keep. Well, no businessman. All right. I'll talk to you. <laughs> that's uh. That's yeah, Donnie. Yeah. Boy, that's the best oh. news I've heard all week. Hi. You're on the air. Hello, Glenn. What's happening? And Mark Ferguson, Paul's brother. Wow, Paul Ferguson's brother, Mark. I've never spoken to you. I didn't even know you existed. Oh, come on. We met up there at the winery the one time. Oh, okay. Uh, gotcha. Yes, we did. He and R got together. Right, right, right. How, how are you doing, Mark? How are you? Good, good. Oh, we're just loving snow country, as always. So you, you guys are still up here? I thought by this point, is Paul still up here? No, Paul's in Florida. He's in Florida. That's what I figured. Yeah, no, I, I live south of Buffalo, and oh. uh, I live in the snow belt, like up in Pug Hill, up your way. Wait a minute, are you, the, are, are you the one with the 783 number? Do you live in Bradenton? No, oh. no, I don't live in Bradenton. Oh, sorry. Someone ticks. I still don't know that number. Uh, anyway, okay, so you're right out. Oh, the Ferguson family is from uh, Buffalo, is that correct? 
That's correct. And this storm, how does it measure with uh, other storms uh, that you've experienced living there, the Great White well, Way? Most people from the from the immediate Buffalo area laugh at us because we are directly in the snow belt ski zone. A lot of ski resorts down here, and and uh, they laugh at us when we get it. Well, you know we're lucky if we get about 14, 15 inches, and they're getting pounded. My son lives. Just outside of Buffalo, the uh, east of Buffalo, and he's got forty some inches already. Wow. Amazing. And uh, yeah, they're getting pounded, and yeah. we're sitting down here pretty good, but it is oscillating back, and we're starting mm. to get hammered down here again. Interesting. Well, so uh, it happens. Yeah, it happens. So, um, so let me ask you: Do you do you are you a singer like Paul is? Do you perform? Um, I play a big monstrous stereo. I do DJ work. Oh, oh, there you go. I love it. I love, yeah, I love that. I really do. I, I always admire DJs. Well, I mean, let me ask you, uh, uh, do you, I'm, a, I'm assuming you listen to AM 1240 by way of the internet then, right? Well, I'm doing what now? I'm sorry. Uh, do, you, do you listen to us online? No, I don't. Paul called me from Florida and asked me to give you a call. There you go. Sent me his so, phone number, so, and I said, yeah, I'll call you up. So how many, how many miles are you from Buffalo, where you're sitting right now? How many miles? From downtown Buffalo, 32 miles. Wow. Down. And then, if, and are you closer to Niagara Falls than Buffalo? No, that, that would be north. That would be north, uh, okay. Closer to Buffalo. Okay, so you're closer to what is uh, St. Bonaventure, that where St. Bonaventure is? Uh, that's more south of us. That's <laughs> Boy, I'm really uh, awful when it comes Olean. to Western Oh, Olean. Okay, gotcha. All right, so then you're saying that despite the fact that you're near Buffalo, you don't get as much snow as Buffalo does, but today you got more than any than any, than you bargained for. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Wow. No, I'm going to reverse that. How so? We get a lot more than Buffalo because we are in the snow belt area. Oh, okay, gotcha. And just uh, east, or, yeah, east of uh, Lake Erie, and we're a lot higher elevation. Gotcha. Right, right. And I always learned that from when I took meteorology in Oswego State in 1981. Uh, higher level, <laughs> higher zones, or, you know, elevation obviously gets the bulk of it. That's why it doesn't snow as much on the, uh, on the river or Clayton. Uh, yeah, or where we have a place in Point Peninsula. It's a strange yeah. phenomenon that it comes from the lake and yet it unleashes itself. Just like how the currents uh, come over California and, and uh, unleash their precipitation over the Sierra Mountains or the Rockies. Uh, it, takes, it takes that elevation in, and then the rest is, as you so know. So you, you got the picture there. Yeah. Well, Mark, I'm very glad that uh, Paul offered or rather asked you to call us today to give us an update. Uh, how much longer, how many more hours and or days do you expect to have snow uh, there where you are? Well, it's looking like sometimes Sunday. It's wow. Hopefully it'll come to an end. Indeed. Um, our, our infamous Buffalo Bills right. that were supposed to play in Orchard Park, right. which is 18 miles north of me, right. they're getting pounded. Right. And what they did was they actually moved the game to Detroit. Right, like they did in 14, yeah. Yes, and... Uh, then they got to turn around and go back there for Thanksgiving and play again. Uh, oh, in Detroit! Wow, they might as well just stay there then, right? Well, no, they're going to come home right after the game, hmm. weather permitting, and uh, obviously they got to watch films and prepare for that game. Right, right. Interesting. Wow, I didn't. And who are they playing this Sunday in Detroit? Oh, uh, oh my God! Is it the Jets again? I don't even know. Might be the Jets or. Yeah. Oh. 
I'm not a that's okay. Forest fan. Oh, you live but, so close to Orchard Park, and you don't know how is that uh, possible? I, I, well, hey, come on, you know <laughs> I enjoy the games. I enjoy everything. No, I know. I'm just kidding you, Mark. Mark, thank you. Oh. Mark Ferguson from Paul Ferguson and Taylor uh, fame. And, and, and we know that, of course, from the days of uh, Andy Taylor and, and, and uh, Paul, your brother. Talented people, and you're a talented guy. And I really appreciate you calling in today, Mark. All right. Hey, by the way, they're playing Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay, the Browns. Okay, they win that game, that's for sure. Great. Thanks for the update. Right. Thank you, my friend. Nice talking Yes, you too. You take care. Stay safe. I will. And uh, snowmobile season coming up. There, there you go. go. Right, right up here too on the hill. You're absolutely right. Thanks, Mark. That's uh, Mark Ferguson. Uh, hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. I got uh, two foot of snow on my picnic table. Do you really? So. Oh yeah. Did, Easy. Did you? Easy. I'm at the south end of the city, mm-hmm. outer uh, towards Washington Street, and we always we're on the edge right. of Adams Adams Center area, and they get a lot more. So we get a lot more at this end of the city than they do on the north that side. That said, most of, the time. Yeah, most of the time, except for today, because if I go down my timeline on my Facebook page, a lot of people posting pictures here, and you go down to like even Adam Center not too long ago, they didn't get that much. So this is this is a, a you know, I'm trying uh, to find it now. You see what they end up with because it moved out of here and it was heading to Adams. My son lives down there, and he said they were getting pounded. Nice. Uh-huh. With uh, snow. Now on the Buffalo game, yeah, there's a picture of the stadium on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can't even tell it's a stadium. Wow. The seats, which are probably from the uh, floor, are at least four foot high. You can't hardly tell that there's even any seats in there. Now all day on uh, Facebook, people are complaining that they took the game to Detroit, right, and. They should be playing in it. Now, come on. you got to be really dumb to say that. You know, they say they should play in the elements. This right. isn't elements. This is unplayable conditions. you got four. I mean, how would they clean that stadium up by Sunday? you got... Plows? I mean, you, you know, just... And, but more people said that on the, on the Facebook. And um, I don't know. We're supposed to... Uh, Get more snow, I guess. Yeah, I know, I, I, and I understand what they're saying. Well, I mean, if there's one sport that is typically played in lousy weather, baseball's not. Um, you know, soccer, I don't really know. It's not a real sport. Uh, but th- if there's one sport that could be played in really awful weather, and we see it a lot in fog and rainy conditions, other than ele- electrocution, is football. So that's why people say that. I I agree. Mm-hmm. Just to get yeah. it, just to get the Browns here uh, by by the airport, there would be dangerous in itself. I mean, that's bad conditions, and you can play football in it. Right. But you can't play football in this. No. Well, Four foot of debatable. snow on the field and on the seats. Right. I mean, who would, who in their right mind would go to the game? Uh, uh, people from Buffalo would go to that game. That's who would go. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, not only that. They'd be going in the stadium with four foot of snow on the They would love it. And, and here's they the would th- never have time he, to clean it off. Here is the thing. And uh, it's well, they do. Sometimes they'll get volunteers to go to the stadium if they really need to. But in this case, it's an extreme case. They're going to uh, Detroit. But if they did, let's just say this storm wasn't as bad as it was, but it was snowing with this heavy, heavy snow that we're getting right now because it's still warm out. You, could you imagine the amount of snowballs that would be coming out of out of the stands? Oh yeah. Oh, just like Can in the Jets game. The millions of dollars, Glenn. Well, Giants. That it would remember. take to clean that stadium up. You'd have to hire. 
hundreds of people. Right. How would you get rid of the snow? It, all right, I well, mean, that's a big stadium, 80,000 people. Yeah. I mean, how do you get rid of all that snow? You, you do. Uh, let me explain. Uh, you build chutes, and they have wooden. They, they're ready for this. They've done it before. Look it up on YouTube. What they do is they put it, They get a, a, a chain gang of guys that just put it. They just go from left to right, and they put it right down where you walk, and they build these wooden chutes just like a coal mine uh, yeah, conveyor belt. Yeah, I, I've seen that happen before, but you're talking – Four, six no, no, this is heavy stuff. Doing yeah. that, not right. Right. fifty inches of snow. You know, but that'd be. Uh, if, that's why I said, Glenn, they should when they build this new stadium, they should have a movable roof uh, on the thing. I don't know. I don't know. I just you think know, what, I've I, been there in bad weather. It is a fun watching football yeah. when the wind's blowing 40, 50 no, miles an hour. I agree. And it's colder than hell out. That is. I don't know why everybody thinks that's fun. No, it's not. You Especially know, the drunks that take their shirts be, off. Thanks, Glenn. Yeah, no, thanks. Especially when the drunks take their shirts off and they spell out bills. You look like such an idiot when your team loses and you're naked there, the 20-degree weather and the wind. All right, i got to do a break. Let's do one right now. You're listening to the Live at Five show with You Know Who, and we'll be back after this. Exit 49 Self-Storage is one of the region's newest self-storage facilities located right off of I-81 within the Thousand Islands and Fort Drum communities. Family-owned and operated with units ranging from 5x10 to 10x25. Call 315-816-2340. Find them on Facebook or visit Exit49SelfStorage.com. Now through December 20th, all new clients will receive one month free rent with a donation to the Orleans Outreach Center and Food Pantry in Lafargeville. Gift certificates available. Exit 49 Self-Storage. Convenient location, better value. Welcome to the neighborhood. It's here. The Stewart's Prepackaged Pint Ice Cream Sale. All pints are just two for $6. Made with milk from local family dairy farms. The super rich ice cream is heavier than our traditional ice cream. Made with more cream and goodies like nuts, candies, and swirl. Choose from all your favorite flavors, including tiramisu, back for a limited time as well as our non-dairy options, chocolate peanut butter cup and mint cookie crumble. All prepackaged pints are on sale, two for $6. Now through Sunday at all Stewart shops. Tinsel Beauty, 118 Court Street, downtown, offers custom skincare based on your needs. It's the perfect place for a relaxing facial at a great price with a personal touch that can only come from a local business owner. Christine M. said, When I got home from my session at Tinsel Beauty, my son asked, What happened to you, Mom? You don't look tired. Proof of excellence was obvious enough that a teenage boy could recognize it. Call 315-408-5923 to book your teenage son-approved session or go to tinselbeauty.com. Yeah. So anyway, I was uh, driving. Uh, we had issues in the parking lot. It's amazing. When I got here, the snow was uh, a couple inches. Tolerable. And within uh, two hours later, and you know this, it, it, it just accumulated an amazing amount. And, uh, we, we, you know, and even people with four-wheel drive, someone had an Explorer. That wasn't going anywhere. Jim Levin's uh, BMW, completely useless in this stuff. Pushed out a Honda. It, it, there's, you know, there's, there's certain snow that you, you can get a lot of it and still get out of. Not this. This is tough. So I've been going up and down my timeline on Facebook. John Sovey, former state trooper, retired, of course. Uh, and a couple of the people were making notes about, apparently there's a Fort Trump soldier. And, and this is only a guess. And, and excuse me if I'm wrong in, in making that stereotype. But uh, there's, there, apparently there was a, a bright yellow Corvette driving around Arsenal Street today that needed assistance. Now, I, I, I know we've had some, you know, there, there's, there's, there's uh, uh, soldiers from outside the area that unfamiliar. You know, back in the day when, when I moved up here, soldiers, you know, members of the military right here in our proud Fort Trump community were, 
you know, a lot of them were supplementing their income. It's great to see, and, and they deserve every cent of it, by the way. They, they have beautiful cars, and a lot of, a lot of our, our proud members of Ford Trump up here have, have sports cars. But you got to get another car. Get it. It's like getting a burner phone. So, so your girlfriend doesn't know who you're talking to. Get yourself a, 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 a road rat. Who, you know, that was something so common back in the day. You know, you had the family truckster, and then dad would go and, and buy a road rat from, uh, you know, Henry Motors or something. You don't see that anymore. It's just something, just that extra piece of crap that you don't care if you drove into a guardrail six times over, got your back and forth and stuff like this. So, it, you know, hopefully that, that young man driving the Corvette would, uh, didn't get in any trouble today other than he won't do that again, hopefully. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn, how are you doing this evening? What's that? So what do you think about the, the, uh, what PJ and, and, uh, and, and Scott, uh, check that, uh, Scott Gray uh, have, have uh, put together with, with respects to the pavilion people? Thinking outside the box, right, brother? That is thinking outside the box. Yeah. Somebody stepped up, right. had compassion, made it available. Right. And um, and one thing I wanted to do was uh, send out a challenge to all the churches in this area. Let's see these guys step up, and let's see a church do a night of service uh, at one of these locations. Right. To be able to serve these people. And we have enough churches where you might be able to just do... You know, one night every two weeks, that's not a lot. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's like that song that we had to sing in in St. Thomas Apostle when I was a kid. Well, I would not say that wouldn't happen, Glenn, because we got a lot of compassion. No, I know, I I know, I know. But But, here's the other thing, too. I wanted to talk about a little bit about Jason Trainer. I'd ask you this question, and I'd ask him this question. Yeah. Why would somebody vote for Jason when he don't go out and vote unless somebody's perfect? Because... He must believe he's perfect for somebody to vote for him. Well, Jason he, is he perfect. He did not go out and vote. Right. He did not go out and vote. That, to me, does not deserve a vote from me. Right. When somebody won't go out to and cast their vote because somebody didn't meet a hundred percent of his qualifications. Yeah, that that's you know, a, this, yeah. He, he shouldn't admit to that. that. He he shouldn't admit to the fact that he doesn't vote. Is what you know, yeah, that's a bad, it's a yeah, bad thing right. for anyone's and campaign. The other question I have for you: uh, How did you make it up there, Glenn? I'm impressed that you're able to drive in this stuff because I was on the city bus today. Yeah, we had uh, two buses that got stuck. One at Seaway, one right out there by the uh, oh, mall. Miserable. And, uh, oh my god, these were not very small buses either and dual traction and right. uh, how did you do it can you tell the audience how you how you got up there? uh how i got to well first of all i got to the station in the morning so it wasn't that bad but i can tell you this when i got out of my own parking spot because it was i i, I got stuck in the snow and I, the, the main thing is is that you gotta take this is this is how i do it this is how we do it sorry uh, Sing it, brother. Sing you, it. you you take uh, you know you know those plastic shovels that they make in taiwan before they started making chips, uh, before you know, uh, mainland China got really upset with them and didn't care about them because they were making crappy stuff like like plastic shovels that you, you buy at Ace Hardware for like eight bucks. You gotta get a metal square shovel. And by the way, somehow or other, we had one in this building, probably back from the days when Dave Manzo owned the place. I can't imagine that was here because it's an old one. It's a piece of crap, but it cuts underneath where the where the rubber meets the snow. If you don't get over that ridge. I don't care what tire you got; it's not going anywhere. So that's what I, I got underneath the wheel well, right up to the rubber, 
and I give you, and you got to rock back and forth. You got to go backwards. You got. I have a five speed, so it's a lot easier. So I just rock back and forth. You can smell the friggin' rubber, and I finally got out of there. And then, and then I realized I had no gas. So, and then I left my wallet in the in the, in the office. So I had to run and get the wallet first. Come back out, go to uh, uh, Burn Dairy. And just hope that no one was going to get in my way because you just don't. The key is you got to keep moving. You got to yeah. keep moving. And if you're going uphill, get yourself some serious momentum. If you're not, remember in the days before Coffee Street was built? It's still a bad thing now. They have a problem in Adams, too. When you're in weather like this and you don't get enough momentum trying to go up a hill, even in the Price Chopper parking lot, people get stuck there. You got to yeah. know. But the main thing is don't get crazy, don't drive too fast. And uh, the, the good thing is there's limited amount of people driving and stuff like this. And that's why people get around and take chances. Because you're driving on all yeah. sides of the road. You really are. So anyway, and that's how I did I wanted, it. Yeah, the other thing I wanted to point on is about the gentleman that uh, got killed up there by the hospital. Yeah, I'm not terrible. Sure exactly what took place. But, yeah. And that's my section of town. A lot of people thought it was me. Uh, but I could tell you that. I am gun shy because you got to trust these vehicles and. So what do you think happened? What do you what do you what do you what did you hear happen? Well, I I, I don't know. I mean, I heard a lot of stories. I, I I heard that Cliff only was an eyewitness. I don't know if that's true. Or <laughs> well, not. I wasn't an eyewitness, uh, but I it, showed up it, right afterwards. So, so I don't know exactly what happened, you know. But I can tell you from experience that I walk with the flow of traffic. Right. And this is a blind man's trick, and you should, sorry, people should do the same hmm. because people look where traffic is coming from. Hmm. Okay. Right? right? So you always look at where traffic's coming from. If I go in the opposite direction, right. they're looking to the left, I'm to the right, right. and I am shebang, hmm. you know. So this, this, that's just a little hit. Where, the where, where's the, the victim? Uh, and it was a relative, it was a middle-aged person. Do you know who got hit? Who died? Uh, yeah. Well, he worked at Sunalco, and um, I know some of my friends that did talk to him quite often up there. And um, I guess he worked there a long time. Yeah, I think he was in his forties. And so, he and he just he just he was careless. You're saying, and someone hit him in the. Oh with, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it was a truck with a plow on it, and I, I'm not exactly sure what went wrong. I don't know. God, I was if just he talking was in about the road that. Or he was on the sidewalk. I, I don't know the details. And no, I mean Channel Seven's not saying nothing, so he, right. I don't know. Right. Know, yeah. So, yeah. But, it, it didn't involve hey, well, a, a pedophile, so they don't talk about it. Said, oh, the other thing I wanted to mention: How come SG still calling? He said he only calls until uh, you know the voting. Uh, SG's fat and happy. SG's fat and happy. He's got what he wanted, despite the fact yeah. that there is a majority now. Yeah, but I he's think. still calling. Why is he still calling? Pelosi's he says a, he only calls when uh, he's you know, after a while, you, on, yeah, you're right. You're right, blind. Digging. Come on, lefty. Give us a call. We'll see you guys. All right, Bye-bye. thanks. That's uh, the blind guy. That was a terrible thing that happened up at the hospital. Let me just clarify what I just said. Sometimes Seven will just cover stories they want to cover because if it's just... But, you know, here it is a tragedy. And they did mention it. I did watch Channel 7. It was a little deep into the news last night. That's a big story. I mean, a, a pedestrian, a, a Watertown middle-aged guy, you know, just, you know, work, working dude. And he, oh, my God, listen to that buzz. Someone was on the phone. Am hey, I on? Ah, uh, yes, you're on. Sorry. Hi, hi, Glenn. Yeah, I just wanted to say the mayor, uh, Mayor Smith, is denied is a, any kind of a homeless problem in Watertown, and... You know, he keeps saying it was kind of appalling what he said about it's a it's a county issue when we have like I guess I the number I heard was two hundred homeless people in the city. At least now, if if it is a if it is a county problem, I don't know why uh, 
Bill Johnson, the chairman, isn't here because I'll tell you, Scott Gray was all around. Every time something's going on, Scott Gray was there. Yeah. I haven't even seen Bill Johnson on TV or anything. And, and the mayor, he's in complete denial. These people got to have somewhere to go. Who, about they, the, you know, you can't just you can't keep them out in the cold like that. I should know this, but who's Bill Johnson? He's the chairman. He took over Scott Gray's. Uh, oh, 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 oh I, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, and, and I, he hasn't anywhere to be seen. I don't know why, because, I mean, Scott Gray, he was all over. Well, but, Scott, uh, Scott Gray's stepping up. Watertown, stepping up. Mayor Smith is completely denied as a problem until right now. And thank God Cliff is doing the publicity on it and the videos, and we're making people aware of it. And uh, we have to do something for him. Yeah, we I do. That, I guess PJ's giving them the building up there. Right? Yeah, on the north side, and uh, there was some question yeah. to whether or not it would be the old yeah. firehouse. But no, this all works out. And I, but here's the thing. And again, I, PJ knows this better than I do. Uh, does this become a a you know a temporary fix, or does that building now? I, and I don't care if it does or not. To tell you the truth, I think if PJ could work this out, uh, you know, he, he's yeah, he's, I, he's already you know, a hero really this know. weekend. I heard. I thought it was the. Uh, the fire barn, and then I heard it was the right. old Nimo place down on Main Avenue. So this one really makes know. more sense. The fire but, uh, hall is not ready yet. So what what he's doing yeah. there on the north side, it's isolated. Again, what people are concerned with, guy, uh, my friend, <coughs> is that, look, we want to take care of these people, but no one wants – it's like, you know, no one wants an airport to live next – you know, to be built next door to your house. It's the same thing with right, a, with a homeless right. situation. Right. No, I agree with that. But, yeah. but the fact is, Mayor Smith, he's just, I mean, he, no, he's I know. been in denial. Well, yeah, I, I think he's just going with and, protocol. And, this is something very new. He was working on and, it. He, and, was, he was talking about yeah. it uh, uh, hour after hour. And it's uh, right now there's a fix. Is it a permanent right. fix? I don't know. But uh, Watertown has I mean, got new issues, that's for sure. Right. I'm not sure why Mayor Smith isn't down or talking to Bill Johnson on the phone and getting them down there. I mean, Well, maybe he was. We don't know that. We don't well, know that. He could have been, but I don't see him. I mean, how come Mr. Gray, has, he's been down on that just about every issue there is. The factory seat, he's been down there, he's right. been involved. But, well, uh, and, you know, putting a, putting a deadline, 9 o'clock deadline on that pavilion, that's not, why are they going to hurt all the taxpayers? Why are we being persecuted? Because some homeless people, we've got to just get them, we got to get them somewhere where it's safe and right. heat and food and water and bathrooms. Right. No, so, I agree. Thank God PJ is stepping up to the plate. There you That's go. all I've got to say. Famous, uh, what, uh, prominent for Watertown businessman. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate Thank you very much. So um, someone just texted me. I don't know who this person is, but uh, the person who was tragically hit the other night in front of uh, Samaritan was a, a prominent, as this person refers to, as a prominent clerk at the Sunoco on Washington Street. He was walking to work. He walked every day to work. It was very dark, obviously. He worked from 6P to 6 a.m. shift for the last two decades. And a lot of people obviously would know him if you saw him. And whether or not this was a person that was new to town or someone that, you know, whatever. Uh, but, uh, but this does add a lot more to it. This is a prominent person in a lot of people's lives. Convenience stores are places where tens of thousands of people over any given year walk in and out of. And um, it's just, and again, it's, I'm sad for him, needless to say, the, the person who, who passed away and his family and friends. Um, but uh, yeah, he worked right down a couple blocks away. Just be careful. And it's amazing because it was just, was it yesterday? Oh, it was Wednesday. I was talking to Joe uh, Stanley about, oh, no, we, I forget. Some guy was call, called in about driving a plow around town for the city. And I asked him if, if he ever hit a pedestrian. Uh, because you know today, for instance, our, the the uh, the pickup truck that was in our uh, front uh, uh, driveway today, his plow got stuck in the snowbank. He, he couldn't get out. 
it was like a monkey putting his hand into a tree, and he, he won't give up on you know he can't get it out because he won't release the the apple that he has. I don't know. It's a crazy analogy. I don't know why I just said it. Let's go to the phone. Hi, you're in the air. Alexa, turn off. Here we go. It's uh, what's happening. It's a gun. Nut. I don't know any other way to do this because I can't hear it. I'm not. No, I understand. Whatever. Yeah. You know, your last caller, I, I, I wish we wouldn't have to twist everything. Now, I know there's a bunch of folks who hate Mayor Smith, you know, and they've been on that wagon for a few years now. But Mr. S- Mayor Smith did not deny there was a problem down there. What he said was the mechanism for helping people, the social service mechanism, is handled through the county. Right. You but, know, let, let's not twist things. I know. Uh, I won't use that word that I use, but we, we don't have to do that anymore. I, I agree. Mean, I thought Smith, uh, as far as getting, you know, uh, questioned on that today, I thought he handled it no, really he, well. No, he's done I mean, great on the show, this too. Is a, this is a nationwide problem. It this is. is not Mayor Smith, folks. No, I know. I know. No, I agree. I, I, and so, okay, so uh, here's the thing, Gun Nut. This is a festive occasion. Uh, the, the worry that I had, I, I was making some phone calls today. I wish I could help out. I got this radio show. I'm somewhat of a, uh, you know, I have some communication ability around here. But um, I'm happy. Are you happy with what this new Donnie presented? He, there's a picture on Donnie's Facebook page. It shows the room where well, these people a, are going to be living. It's a good step, and it's you know, it's it's like that. Like the previous caller, I agreed with him on the part where he said this is thinking out of the box. Yeah, it's very good. It's it's very good. Something had to be done. Right, and but it was we done. don't have to point fingers. No, I, and, I agree. You know, and you know, there's something you had a call. You had a show the other day about hypnosis. Yesterday, yeah. And I was really interested. I tried to call. I couldn't make it. Uh-huh. That, that about using hypnosis to combat or deal with substance abuse. Right. Uh, it's something that hasn't really been used as much. I mean, people talk about it with smoking, smoking, and stuff, eating, try to you know stop drinking or smoking, watching or porn, yeah. lose weight. Right. No, I mean any vice well, that you have, yeah. gambling. Gambling is another thing. You you could be persuaded to not gamble, uh, and the other thing is gambling can make you do things. Ma- gambling can make you go outside and kill someone, like in a Columbo episode or something. Yeah, uh, the pressure builds up, and you know I'll I'll get off. I won't talk much politics, but you know it's really not a bad thing that the house is now that now we will have some honest investigations. Yeah. I believe that the corrupt FBI and the, and uh, Merrick Garland and those people. Will ultimately be um, exonerated. Uh, they, no, well, they might be exonerated, but they always be re- remembered for what they are. Well, Merrick yeah. Garland is the most. He's the most. You know, but partisan but, but gun nut and dishonest. Oh, there's others, not just had. him, and not to, not to mention the guy, the border guy with the bald head. He's he's definitely. Oh yeah, so yeah, here, let me, let yeah, me, the, the border is secure. Let, but this is what these people have been doing for years, lying. Let me let me and just. I know everybody gets mad at me when I say it, right. but you know these people lie, and the same old people go yup 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 right. like a trained seal. No, I agree. Yep. You know, yep, yep, I mean it's I, ridiculous. I, I, yeah, I know. You know. Hey, if Cliff wants to help the homeless. Why don't we put like tarps or tents over the pools? Because see, they will hold the heat really well. We could heat up the swimming Oh, they could live in the, the zoo. Pool. <laughs> we got them all over. Take them to the zoo, Rock. Gun nut, you're well, great. No, go ahead. You what do you think, guy? I uh, mean, you got drains right yeah. there. You don't have to worry about water or sewage. Hilarious. I don't know. That's a good one, Gun. You know, these guys, they, they talk about, 
There's one thing my friend SG and those guys talk about all the time. That's sustainability, right? You hear it all the time, right. you know. You can't use that flashlight because it's not sustainable. Right, 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 right. I wish they would understand the concept of sustainability is also a financial and economic consideration. Well, I mean, we can't do... Everybody wants... SG, everybody wants free stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I want you to get your drugs. I want you to get them, and I'd be glad to pay for them. But we have to draw the line somewhere. Well, of course, of course. That's, that's the only place we differ. That's really. right. And remember, there's, yeah. there's some people that are still reluctant to take, uh, you know, in this case, uh, an opportunity, take advantage of an opportunity to go over to a building with heat and lights and running water. So that's also an issue, too. And so we, we're seeing that Donnie had that report earlier. Gun nut, I got to go. I got to take a call, and then I got to do my last break. But have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, you too, sir. That's, uh, that's a gun nut. Hi, real quick. Not my friend, and, and how many times have I told you when that evil uh, attacked me for being a disabled vet, why don't you just tell him to shut the hell up? Wait a minute, where are you calling from? Are you calling from PJ's building? No, called uh, my house. Oh my God, it sounds like a Is cave. It echoey? Yeah. Is it echoey? Yeah. I'll go in the other room. Uh, a lot of my rooms are empty because I'm moving. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, wow. But oh, oh, oh wait a minute, it's, uh, the over and under is there. Yeah. I, I said if, if, if uh, you're just having negative shows, I, I don't but that negativity in my life, so I won't right. would not be listening, so I wouldn't be talking. <laughs> but, All right, so are you happy that uh, this, this uh, Butler Pavilion is, is thing is gone? Oh, yeah, that, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. awesome. That's the best news I've heard all week. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's greatness. Yeah, yeah uh, PJ, yay. <laughs> yeah, no, PJ yeah. did it. And it's so did uh, Scott Craig. We got a lot of good people in this community. That I know we do. And a lot of people yeah. came down there with food, water, blankets, uh, apparently loaves of bread that some woman was throwing back at people. That's kind of comical. I'm sorry for bringing it up. But it's kind of funny. <laughs> well, maybe she just had had it with how many loaves of bread she got. <laughs> well, I remember there was the, 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 uh, Steve Dunleavy, he was the British guy from uh, one of those tabloid shows back in the 80s. He did a story about the uh, Peruvian uh, prison. And the first thing I thought about was when she was throwing loaves of bread at people was the story, this horrible video of this prison. Apparently, Peru's got the worst prisons in the world. And this is a long time ago. Uh, Hard Copy was the name of the show. And, and it, it, to this day, the video still haunts me because there was this crazed inmate who probably died days later. They all looked like they were death anyway. And he had water. He had like a glass of water in his hand, and he was throwing it up, you know, he was spilling it on himself, and people attacked him because water is so vital inside that dumpy. And, and I'm okay. thinking, that's the first thing I thought of. It is, and and uh, well, the way Steve Dunleavy's a British Park. voice. Oh, uh, well, South, South Park. Park. Oh, I can't stand they, they, South they Park. Had, uh, oh, I hate for South charity, Park. And they just got all this cream corn, and they just kept getting cream or, or, or Chris Rock, or, or Chris Rock in... Uh, 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 New Jack City when he's when he gives away a turkey. Remember, remember uh, what's his face? Uh, Wesley Snipes, the bad guy, gives him a turkey for for Thanksgiving. And, and, and Chris Rock is a crack. You never saw the movie. I'm sorry. I saw it when it came out, and I, I don't remember a bit. He tried it. He gave him a turkey, and he said, "Anybody want to buy a turkey?" Because he just wanted to buy drugs. This is terrible. Yeah, SG, I'm I'm glad you yeah, called. Cool. I gotta go though. But thanks. That's yeah, well, it. So tell, tell step up next time. All right, all right I'll talk. To him. All right, I don't know what he just said. You're on the air, real quick. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? Um, I heard you talking about the snow totals. Um, it just came across yeah. Uh, yeah. NBC Syracuse. Yeah. Port Drum's at 42 inches. Hey, tell that to Rick DeFranco. Do you remember when Rick DeFranco made those, st- you know, talk? Remember Rick DeFranco? He was a great, great weatherman. But he always brought up, like, everyone else's bi- laundry or, like, you know, anyone else. It was always inevitably somewhere in the upper Midwest, uh, uh, Colorado, 
they always were either colder or had more snow than we did. I'm like, I said, Rick, if there's one thing we can embrace is that we're number one at least once a year for snow totals and how cold it gets. Why are you saying it's worse elsewhere? We're, we're, we're suffering as it is here, and you're our weatherman at Channel 7 that nobody else watches Spectrum, nobody else watches 50 or anything else, and you're the guy that's saying, nope, it's not as bad here, it's worse elsewhere. That drove me nuts. I don't know why I say this. It's years ago. But nonetheless, uh, I'm glad that it was somewhere in Jefferson County registered 42 inches. So that means Watertown got at least... Two feet? Two feet? 30 inches? What do you I'm, think? Well, I live near, near Fort Jum, and I know we had more than 16, 17 inches. Of, uh, we plowed twice today, and yeah. I'm, I'm saying at least th- three feet. Yeah, 36 inches where you are. Interesting. At least. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, no, it was one of those days. One of those days. Uh, do you agree that the Buffalo Bills should not have played in Buffalo? Wow. Well, they showed the stadium there's no seats. Right, right. Well, and they're also worried about travel, and, and, and this storm's not going to end yeah. until Sunday anyway. So I think it makes a lot of sense. Well, good. They're well, going to have a ton of people travel to Detroit. You watch. Yeah, oh, I know that. Just like in 14. Oh, yeah. And by the way, getting back to the guy that said no one's going to show up in Orchard Park to see the Buffalo Bills and a bunch of snow. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> if there's one town that would show up for the game in the worst conditions, it's obviously the people that are, are, are you know conditioned to that. And that's people from Western New York, and for that matter, right here, because our weather is worse than theirs is, amazingly. Uh, but we're not as big sports fans. We don't have a big sports base around here. I noticed that. It's like three out of four guys around here don't give a crap about football. We talked about to Mark Ferguson earlier. Good guy, Paul Ferguson's brother. He lives miles away from Orchard Park. Not to say that makes you, should automatically make you a, a football fan. But he just said, no, I'm not a sports fan. I said, how could you go through life without being a sports fan? Don't you want to be miserable at least once a year when your team doesn't make it? Don't you see the glory in that? That's a lot. Being a Syracuse, a Buffalo. Oh, and a my Toronto God. Fan. There's a Jets fan. And the Yankees, all the money they spend, and they, they get swept in four games. The Mets look like, I'm not a Mets fan, but they won 101. They look terrible. And then Buck Walter gets manager of the year. What's the matter with you? Manager of the year. He's probably embarrassed. He should give it back like Marlon Brando did. Anyway, thank you for that update. Forty. Uh, how many inches in Fort Drum? 42. 42 Quinder. inches. NBC3. That's uh, the same age as Elvis Presley and his mom died at the age of 42. So that's how I remember it. Thank you, my friend. Take care. Uh, that's that's true uh, about Elvis. I died at 42 years old. Although I have a whole blue, blue Christmas. <clears throat> Poor guy. Died on the toilet bowl. How the hell did I get into an Elvis Presley thing? 42 inches out there in Fort Drum. Let's see if we can beat the, the highest totals uh, from Western New York to here. I, I, I don't know if it's snowing right now. It should be an interesting ride. But, um, you know, what a town. We've got a lot of people that plow these roads. Watch out. I don't care who you are, how comfortable you feel crossing Orchard Street, Washington Street, Arsenal Street. Just be careful, okay? Something happened the other night, and it wasn't even snowing. And, um, it, and again, this tragic loss of, of a local guy that a lot of people knew. And uh, now we found out a little bit more about that, and it's very, very sad. And thank you to the person who sent me that text earlier. Greatly appreciate it. So we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. I hope you have a good weekend. Of course, we'll be back on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh, I'll be doing all both shows, by the way. Uh, that's uh, real quick, uh, real, real quick, real quick, seconds. Yes, uh, I, I 
wanted to let you know that I had in my 31 year career I never hit anybody with a plow. Uh, there you go. Th- thank you very much. AM 1240 WHN Watertown. Up next, CBS News. See you Monday. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Peter King in Orlando. She was convicted of swindling investors out of nearly a billion dollars for what she claimed was a groundbreaking blood test. It wasn't. Now she's going to prison. She claimed to have developed.